Muni radio station. Saturday into two. Sound quality, quality, good, and you understand, understand thing that's playing, playing. However, however, if your radio, radio is not fine, too, too, you might, might two or two or three or more stage, stage at the same time. time. Hey, Mutineer Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find counter-offer, and my offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini. And creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They got them. And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads going to come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Blender's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! Yeah. 
welcome. Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5. Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, punk rock and schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter-offer inside frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Bender's is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Bender's Bar and Grill. This is Tushar Matters with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit? thing called. It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> And welcoming open mic, where comedians can get substantial mic time for the mere price of a spot of tea and crumpets. Comedians who remain after their initial sets are invited to perform feats of improvisation and ingenuity in the famous lightning round games, which are guaranteed to delight and entertain. Ah, thinking of these bright young comedians with so much potential and so many drug problems makes me as giddy as a schoolgirl. I haven't had so much fun and giggles since my non-trinary youth at Bumble's Warning School in East Brackenshire, where I danced with Hugh Grant, helped Jason Statham steal an antique shotgun, and took nude photos of Prince Harry, who I must mention was not named appropriately. Sign up in person for your own comedic adventures at 7.30pm, or pre-sign with the host by sending a direct message via social media. If you can't make it out to that den of iniquity known as Mutiny Radio FM, listen in live from home, or download the podcast on Apple iTunes under Friends of Mutiny. A smashing time will be had by all. Until next Saturday night at 8 p.m., cheerio, darlings. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRatio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, 
Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> My friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastics Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for <laughs> is in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen Summer Cottage in the Mountain Ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show. One of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. 
It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find counter-offer, and my offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini, and creamy delicious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They get them! And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! Welcome. Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5. Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, Punk Rock and Schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Benders is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Benders Bar and Grill. This is Tushar Metals with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! Billy 
Bob? You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl! Are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! 499. And welcoming Open Mic, where comedians can get substantial mic time for the mere price of a spot of tea and crumpets. Comedians who remain after their initial sets are invited to perform feats of improvisation and ingenuity in the famous lightning round games, which are guaranteed to delight and entertain. Ah, thinking of these bright young comedians with so much potential and so many drug problems makes me as giddy as a schoolgirl. I haven't had so much fun and giggles since my non-trinary youth at Bumble's Warding School in East Brackenshire, where I danced with Hugh Grant, helped Jason Statham steal an antique shotgun, and took nude photos of Prince Harry, who I must mention was not named appropriately. Sign up in person for your own comedic adventures at 7.30pm or pre-sign with the host by sending a direct message via social media. If you can't make it out to that den of iniquity known as Mutiny Radio FM, listen in live from home, or download the podcast on Apple iTunes under Friends of Mutiny. A smashing time will be had by all. Until next Saturday night at 8pm, cheerio darlings. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> my friends out at Mutiny Radio. Jester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for, <laughs> it's in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge for the kayaks, you know, <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org 
or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show. One of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Well, hey there, 
San Francisco. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find Counter Offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini, and creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They got them! And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter inside of Blender's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco is located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! Welcome. Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5. Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, Punk Rock and Schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Benders is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Benders Bar and Grill. This is Tusser Metals with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. All right, it's another edition of Sounds from the Street. I'm your humble host, DJ Aisha. And uh, we have Space Committee here. How you guys doing? Good. Pretty good. Awesome. Thanks. Very well. Thank you. Space. Just getting a feel for the mics. Uh, there is one, and that is mic three that doesn't like people. It's very antisocial <laughs> these days. That's a mic mic. Who's on the mic? Mike is on the mic. Mike's on the mic. With two mics. Mike is on the mic. Mike's on the mic. Yeah, Mike's on the mic. So you've been here before. It's, I have. It's made a lot of changes since then, I think. Yeah, I know this location. I've been here before. It was fun. I played some songs on guitar and sang mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a um, Now we have, like, uh, we're a gallery space. Uh, we still do performances here and there, mostly comedy uh, these days. Um, but, yeah, it's great to have, you know, bands do performances as, as well. Uh, so tell us a little bit more about your upcoming show. That's going to be at the Knockout on August 31st. The 31st, yeah. yes. Knockout. Happy hour time show. Yeah, like a matinee. Yeah, matinee show, they call it. Yeah. I was surprised. I didn't know that they did shows like that, except at El Rio. I feel like I've been to a show there where the, it was like a midday kind of soiree. 
Yeah. As they call it. You gotta make Some, room for the DJs. Yeah. They have late <laughs> night dance. They have the dance parties. And stuff That's right. Dance, so. They used to have one that I always wanted to go to. They, I guess they don't do it anymore. Concrete Jungle. It was like ska and good stuff. You know. Concrete Jungle. That's Kirk, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. But there's there's been some good shows there over the years. And um, I worked the door there once about six years ago. At where? Knockout? At the Knockout, yeah. Wow. And then do you guys remember 50 Mason? The same guy that was doing shows at the Knockout also was doing other venues as well. So 50 Mason was uh, closer to like downtown area, but that place is gone now. It's kind of shuttered and gone. It's now a karaoke bar, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Those places are money makers. You can what can you do? You could. Oh. Well, Pam used to do karaoke here. Um, she Live did it for a while. Kar- karaoke. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was before she did comedy. That was like people are into. You know, she's re- some people are just really good at tapping into what's making money these days. So. <laughs> Not us. <laughs> Yeah. Unfortunately, that's true. <laughs> We're not the experts on that. Oh, yeah, I wish I could say the same. Yeah, that last yeah. that last million we made we just blew it all. Yeah. I think it's only seven dollars for the show, right? So, oh, right. Affordable yeah. cash, yeah. right? Four, four to eight, right? Four to eight. Four to eight, uh, four to eight p.m. Four, four bands. bands. There you go. Seven dollars. Yeah, should be good. That's like comes down to what one sixty-five per band. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Split it up. It's a long way. <laughs> Split it up. It's a long, it is a long way. Well, we got the, it we is, got the gig yeah. together, so I think we take all the money. That's true. <laughs> we did get the gig together. Who are some of the some of the other acts that uh, we might see? Well, there's a band called Lost Eyes. Mm-hmm. Big Z. Mm-hmm. Um, Minds Without a Face. Yep. Yes. And... Cassowary is the opening band. Ooh, very yeah. interesting stuff. Yeah. And I was listening to some of the material on uh, SoundCloud earlier. Um, is Space Committee similar, or how would you describe uh, the sound compared to some of your previous? It's pretty material? similar, I would I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, that's you, if you listen to the uh, Dart Ajax stuff. That's the stuff I put up there. I played all the stuff myself, but now I got a band, which is nice. Woohoo! involved in the. <laughs> Yeah, there's more, committee. yeah, probably so. Yeah, because I yeah, I never really. I just played it. I played it straight <laughs> when I played my <laughs> recordings. But I'm always thinking from the listener's perspective that you know you want it to be psychedelic. So psychedelic man. Um, yeah, weed's not a psychedelic. Oh, what? It's not. Or is it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> It's legal, so whatever. You know. <laughs> it's like coffee so or alcohol or whatever. That's yeah. true. Whatever works for you. Exactly. <laughs> Shouldn't be smoking it, Pete. Yep. He's trying to tell us what he's into. <laughs> what he really wants. He doesn't want this stuff. He, he wants the good stuff. Weed. <laughs> yep. I've been into CBD these days. Oh. I've been getting into it. We used to partner with uh, Alta Botanicals a couple years ago. So if it wasn't for them, hats off to them, I would have been like, I'm not touching that stuff. But right. that shit really helps. <laughs> like pain, yes. aches and stuff. Absolutely. CBD. Yep. The uh, commercials. Mm-hmm. The band. We could play songs oh. for CBD products. <laughs> there you go. I don't see why not. That's yeah. a selling point. Yeah. Kind of like MTV. We they don't do music videos anymore, but then they have the you band's know, music yeah. featured in the, the reality shows. <laughs> CBD there you TV. go. It was cannabis TV. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's coming. Oh, we used to have, um, I used to know the guy who did the cannabis theme show here. This was like years ago. 
I think he's actually, no, he's actually in the cannabis industry. So, so hats off to Wilson Linker, if he ever listens to the show. And uh, yeah, I helped him with his resume. So hmm. I'm useful for some things. <laughs> <laughs> so are you guys planning on uh, releasing new material at some point? Yes. We have, uh, today we have the first two demos that we've ever made as a band mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that have ever been released. I've been recording lots of records on my own for years and mm-hmm, stuff, mm-hmm. but this is the first uh, time we're going to debut material that we were all involved in. Well, isn't the... Which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. The new song, the jammy, Zamrock song, what's that one called? The Last Ticket on the Line? Yeah. Isn't that kind of a Space Committee song, or is that did you do that in Dart Ajax? No, I never did. Yes. That's one of the ones that we actually brought to the table together. Yeah, I wrote the lick and stuff, and I would have recorded it on my own, but now I have a band, so I don't need to, you know. We Which is nice. To record it's nice a to. Lot of songs. He, yeah, we got lots he's of songs. Got a lot of, he's got like over ten albums that he's done. Holy yeah, crap. I have thirteen on Spotify now. Dude, and whatever. Uh, yeah. he's, I have hundreds of songs. Up. <laughs> That's the way to go. It is that February. Yeah. Uh, you can find it on YouTube, Dark yeah. Ajax. That's true. Yeah. You can find it on YouTube the too. The album challenge every February. What's that thing called? It's called the RPM challenge, and what it is is you're supposed to record a record. It's supposed to be ten songs or thirty-five minutes that you record in February. I usually do like twenty-two songs mm-hmm. in forty-two minutes or whatever. So I, I extend the limits, but it doesn't matter, you know, like because. But they used to do listening parties and and the mission and stuff. Yeah, I don't know if they're really doing that now. No, not too much anymore. It was but at the Uptown in Oakland. It was based out of Oakland because gotcha. uh, East Bay Express was one of the sponsors, uh, earlier adopters of the RPM challenge, and that was really cool. Right on. I've been years ago, doing that for like five years now. Yeah. Right, and Dave's done it every year. Yeah. So I missed a couple of years. Of 2010 <laughs> and 2012. Shows your level of space commitment. Like. <laughs> Space, space committee, committee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> space committee commitment space committee <laughs> committee that's good <laughs> Love it. gotta merge it all together you know and that's right. where can people find you online what our our space committee stuff yes well this is the debut of our space committee uh, material Woo-hoo. I mean, I have tons of albums. The Dart Ajax stuff is D-A-R-T-A-J-A-X, and yes. it's on lots of different platforms. And we're doing some, we're doing those some of those songs as a band mm-hmm. instead right. of him playing everything. So yeah. it has a different vibe to it. Now. It does, um, but it is from his insane mind. My <laughs> <laughs> totally but rational mind. Yeah, he plays every <laughs> instrument. He can play anything. But now we're we're playing some live yeah. gigs and stuff, and it's really. I think it's fun and, and to have Mike back on guitar. Mike and I were in bands back when we were in college and stuff, and then when we moved up here in the early '90s, and we were playing together. So, so Space Committee is kind of like a a, uh, a reiteration, would you say, of the Dart Ajax material? Which it did. is, Not in a way, it's some a, of the songs, but Mike on guitar instead of drums. And well, we're gonna Mike's have a lot been of both. New, we're gonna have know, a lot of new true. material too. But I mean, not Hut Dwellers. So have you? Yeah. So it's interesting. It's pretty much your brainchild, or you're the brainchild, rather. I guess and so. And then That's it kind of yeah. grew, grew arms and legs. Yeah. <laughs> and then Over but time. you need arms and legs to make you it, you know, whole. To make it work, you know, yeah. bring it to life. I can't do arms and legs myself. <laughs> we do write stuff in the studio. We, I have some we totally do. of random stuff we've done. No, I agree. Really and that's it. the way we're going to go forward but with it, I think. forward, yeah, we have... 
it's I mean, it's a group, a group, and and I love that. We I love these guys. On you know? the fly, honestly. Yeah. It's better to have that input, yeah. right? It is. We have. dinner together. Yeah. Well, that's pleasant. <laughs> it's good to know people together. still do that. Seriously. We yeah, true. We <laughs> and not, not many people do that, right? <laughs> not me. <laughs> I'm like dinner. That's for entitled oh, posh people. Together. That's very <laughs> adult. I know. Right. We right? were at like, scooters together too. We were. Uh, right. Right. Pete was there. Yeah. yeah. We, Thanks for sharing shit, those tables. Skateboarding and surfing, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Sometimes dinner is just beer, though. There you yeah. go. Beer, uh, beer, beer That's bellies, true. and. <laughs> Pete, Pete gives us on a toast. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you guys all meet? How did um how did it come? It's in? like an online dating service. Um, <laughs> single white male. Oh God. Looking for. Scary. Wait, what? <laughs> scary. Craigslist. That's sad. It wasn't I'm... Craigslist actually. It wasn't. But, it wasn't. Uh, yeah. How do? Do these guys? Mike and I met each other back in like in the mid 1980s when we were in school. Holy moly! And we played in a band together back then. Right and, on. Uh, Mike, and, Mike Davenport, and I were in the, a band called the Titan Ups, where I'm still in, and he's no longer there. But we played together for many years with mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And Pete has the was a member. Of, 1906, yeah, 1906. <laughs> it was a punk band. It was a great punk band. Yeah. Like and, uh, the Victorian yeah, that's when age. <laughs> Wait, was it after Victorian? Oh, burn. I had a doll that was from that era. Do you remember the American Girl dolls? You guys don't know what that is. No. But no. anyways, it's dolls that were designed for different eras in history. So there was oh. one for World War II, and then mine was 1914. So it was. Oh wait, I think my niece likes those American. Yeah, yeah. they're you? still around. Okay, got it. It's been around for a while, but mine was 1914. Samantha, and she wears her pen. Her Funny thing about 1906 was how many people asked. What, why 1906? Like, <laughs> the earthquake. We're in San Francisco. The earthquake. Trying to the shake stuff up. fire. Yeah, we Holy sh... <laughs> Did you guys... You guys probably know this already, but they had like fake fire hydrants. Like they were... You could just kick them over. They weren't real. No way. I didn't know that. I don't know. I read it somewhere. And huh. I was like, are you kidding me? Safe, but... <laughs> yeah, just... <laughs> See, dogs are peeing on it going, what? That's not even real. It's like, how come my dog won't pee on that fire hydrant? You know? Let's just say they weren't prepared. <laughs> but hopefully we're more prepared. I don't know if we are. Mother Nature kind of does whatever the hell she wants. Yeah. That's a good question, yeah. You're kind of on your own for a few days. Is this studio, has it been earthquake prepared, retrofitted? Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I'm nodding my head yes right now. Seems safe. I can see the emergency. Just, uh, yeah, just go in that direction and you'll be fine. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. No, this is a great studio. Thanks thank for having you. us. Of course. Yeah, it's, thank you. It's pretty low key. Last weekend, I was telling Pete we had the noise pop um, uh, 20, 20th Street block party. Um, and it, it was still pretty chill in here, but it was, you know, great seeing like a bunch of people in the neighborhood. I mean, you, you've probably seen over the years, there's a lot more people in my neighborhood. Like, what is up with that? Yeah. <laughs> a lot more certain types of people in your neighborhood. Right. But, like, oh, weirdly, like, more parking spots available, right? Because less people... That's what I was saying, yeah. Really? Cars or something. Mm, a lot more condominiums. The, uh, oh, they ride scooters. Before, or take Uber. <laughs> they take Uber or Uber, dude. Like buses. But, like, when I come to your house now, I'm like... 
Wow, there's parking spots. What's going on? Man? What's yeah, going on, man? Yeah, when people come here from like Oakland or Stockton or or deep from the sunset, serious, where I come from. God forbid, serious yeah. business, beach dwelling types They're like, come out. Hold up, bridge and tunnel. I'm basically bridge and tunnel. <laughs> bridge and tunnel. Yeah. They're like, hold up, sister. We're on our way. Beach and, and I'm like, tunnel. okay. Yeah. Like, What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> we actually have a song called Put Up Some Condos, but we don't have that prepared for oh, today's broadcast. Oh, that would have been perfect. I wrote yeah. that one about the, across the street from the makeout room. We saw that building burn. I was there all three times it burned. Really? Three yeah. times? And the, the condos are not up yet, but they're going to be. So, yeah. Even where like where the the Alamo is, like that yeah, whole area. Yeah, like just up the street from the Alamo. Yeah. Where Titans playing that? One of those the, nights. At least one of those nights. Titan yeah. Titans was playing one yeah. of those nights. Yeah, yeah. Mike and I were in the Titan Ups, a local reggae like rock steady band. Oh, fun. We, yeah, that They've we formed around. with. Uh, yeah, we've been around forever, yeah, a long Titan's time. A super gotcha. group. Mission it's a super group. group. Yeah. Yeah. Super good. Kind of. I mean, yeah. Wait, why were you there every group, time there was a fire? Kind of, <laughs> no, dude, because the, the building was on fire. That was a little all conspicuous. The makeout rooms is I've room. seen it. I was there all, all the time the building was on fire. Like, like, I was there every time. Yeah. Man. I chucked my thing in there. Yeah, right. It's aptly placed for fires, people. Dave, what are you doing with that flare? I don't, I don't play with the flares. <laughs> <laughs> He's the culprit. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. But we wrote about it. It's not one of the things we have on our demo CD that we brought in for today. Gotcha. And yeah. is there a song in particular that you want us to hear? Well, we have two songs on the CD, two so songs. it's a, not a huge stretch to play both of them, I would think. But gotcha. we could play one and then the other, or whatever you guys, whatever your format you would like. I actually don't even remember which one I put on first. We could play one and shoot. One's kind of mellower, and one's more, one's more up-tempo. And it kind of it kind of encapsulates the sound of our band in a way, because sometimes we're kind of mellow and trippy, and sometimes we rock out hard or whatever. Cool. Kind of garage. Check it out. Like two, two newer songs. Yeah. Oh, listen, there it is. Now we're gonna check it out.
I like being cute. I don't normally have this much input, so <laughs> I kind of like it. That was a cool. Nice one, uh, Can you guys come every yeah. week? So I'm like, oh, this is so easy. Like, I don't need to be here. I can just. That was a debut that I the last ticket on the line. That's a new song. <laughs> That's a new song. Thank you. Thanks. Where do you guys normally record? Is it at your place or? This was a band practice uh, recording from Secret Studios, and then I overdubbed some stuff in my. And yeah, that Pete was did. A, that was a. Pete and I ordered up some stuff um, where I live on Guerrero Street, um, just in the apartment, you know. You get real close, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Yes. On the mic. Home recordings. Mike. Yeah, it sounded good, man. Did uh, I play on that? I don't think so. You did. Of course you did. You <laughs> yeah, were at practice. We were You're always there. Apart. How could you not? <laughs> yeah. Of course you did, dude. So you were there, dude. <laughs> played. Do you guys have any other shows coming up besides the knockout? I think that's the only show we have on the books. Well, we got we got stuff pending, but nothing. Oh, pending, right. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. right. Some Marin stuff, maybe we'll, even, right? I mean, Mike? they'll be games. Oh, nice. Be games. We're hoping for it, yeah. Playing for the hippies. Yeah. Check the hair flax. It's nice right. up there. We're going to do a West Marin tour. Yep. <laughs> Not shitting. No, that sounds fun. Sounds good to me. Let's get out of the fog. Fuck, I'm sick of that shit out here. I know. Well, especially in You're your neck of the woods. <laughs> Is it foggy today? Oh, it's foggy all day long. Are you serious? Yeah. It's all night. Even when it's 80 degrees. Well, no, not all the time, but today, yes. Shit. I, I didn't see the Bummer. sun until I, I was, until I got out here. It's yeah. pretty much foggy, what, like 200 Freedom. days out of the year out there? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It was, you know, during the drought, it was, like, not foggy at all. Mm-hmm. The big People time drought. Houses out there but now, now we're, once that El Nino hit, now we're back to normal. So back to normal. But it was like program. sunny all the time. That's I think that's why everybody wanted to move out there. Dude, I was digging the fog today. We're in so hot. That's the reason why I moved to San Francisco. Really. Mm-hmm. 2003. You get some fog. Well, no, there was. I think it was El Nino. Get some wind. And that. Oh really? October, I think I was living in the Richmond, and the waves were epic all fall and winter long. It was oh, yeah. like it, it was. was. And then, but since then, I you feel sure? like it, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. Where's it all gone? I just you pretend know. like I do now. Warming. You do. I surf your board. Uh, Can you guys talk about your relationship? <laughs> <laughs> we know, I know what you guys the are doing. Sharing business. Behind the scenes, <laughs> y'all. Wait, wait. If you guys are going to the beach here, do you guys I've worn have... his wetsuit before, too. I know. Okay. <laughs> TMI? Okay. Do you guys have the tents? Like, I know that's a thing up here. Tents? Like, tents that you take to the beach? I went to Half no. Moon Bay a couple months ago, and people had their tents on the beach. Half Moon Bay? That sounds cool. Huh. No, I don't, I don't <laughs> no. know. I just, like, no. I just take a towel. It's <laughs> a good idea. It's a great idea. You're a normal beachgoer. I beach like, change in my car. A towel, surfboard, and a wetsuit. <laughs> I was just wondering. I don't hang out at These days are heavily. What do you mean, towel? In the ocean and get back in my car. Slide like a starfish. Can't you just strip yeah. down and put on your suit with. You don't want to go out there. <laughs> There's sharks and everything now. A lot of dolphins uh, today. This big pod, like 100 yeah. dolphins. There you go. Does that influence your music? Absolutely. Mm. We Mike. have dolphin noises at the beginning of the. <laughs> How to Drive song. The, oh, the second true. song has some uh, dolphin kind of inspired or whale kind whale, of whale whale you know, noises. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, underwater communication. That's right. Nice. There's some underwater. Is communication. my mic is my mic working? Oh, it, it is. is. Okay. It Just is. Kidding. 
No, we turned that off like 20 minutes ago, dude. Yeah. I figured. You're no longer That's fine. You can keep my mic off. (laughs) (laughs) Who would you say are your biggest musical influences? You're asking me. um, It's it's (laughs) hard to say. Anybody. It's hard to say. Anybody. There's lots of different stuff. I think. uh, The monkeys. I mean, I was always a Who fanatic when I was a kid, you know? David Hasselhoff. Early Who stuff. And, uh, David Hasselhoff's pretty sick. Dude. I like The Cure and uh, like bands like Wire and Killing Joke and the alternative bands Wire. and stuff. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Echo and the Bunnymen. I mean, I like all kinds of stuff. But it's all hard to say. All the good stuff in yeah. my book. Susie and the Banshees. I like Budgie's drumming and stuff. And I, I like a lot of that stuff, too. It's a bummer it didn't work out for them. What's that? Cult. It's a bummer it didn't work and out the cult, for yeah. them. Or for the Susie and whatnot? Did they break up I Susie they, and Budgie? Well, I saw the last Susie and the Banshees tour when I was, you know, back in the day. And thinking, oh, like, I'll just, you know, they're going to be around. But then I don't think they've played a show here since. The mid yeah. uh, early 2000s. Oh, it was just yesterday. It's kind of like it's kind of like he's got a ton of, of LP. He mm-hmm. does all the vinyl. These guys do a DJ night. They're like, they're like they have all. They're in the all. They know but what, all kinds, what, yeah. all kinds what of stuff. What inspires Space Committee though? Directly. Directly. Good question. The damned. Yeah, I like the damned a lot. They were one of my favorites. Um, yeah, well, that kind of stuff. It's kind of like '60s and '80s combined. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. we have some '70s in us too, you know, and some later stuff. But you know, <laughs> somewhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All, yeah, even like yeah, Zamorak and all it's that. Kind of hard to say, right? I'm it's probably like... stuck in the '70s. I, I, he's I'm the in... '70s guy, and I love this guy. That's <laughs> yeah. why he's in the band. So I'm doing the '60s and the '80s, and he does the '70s. You Zeppelin. Know. And we all do the 90s because like we lived through it. You know? yeah. And I'm yeah, like the 20s like. and 30s. <laughs> yeah. You're from the 2000s. Now we're pushing it. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's from outer space. Well, you have the hat going, so that's pretty accurate. Yeah. You know, Peaky Blinders and all that. Yeah, but two or four of us have hats. I have no hair, but these guys have hats. <laughs> I got a little bit. Now he's got hair. Look at that hair. It was hiding. Brilliant. It's alive. Psychedelic music on the punk spectrum. But it is. It is psychedelic music on the punk spectrum. That's kind of what we do. Yeah, we wouldn't call us a punk band, but... No, but it has some of the energy behind it. Energy, like mm-hmm. some of that damn stuff where... Or some of the freak beat, like, mod stuff, yeah, exactly. too, from the old days, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it has mm-hmm. punk and garage, you know, kind of mm-hmm. vibes to it. And vibes. all that stuff I've been influenced. What about that last years. song, though, that was just played? Because that was that definitely... One? Uh, like how yeah well, that one it's was almost kinda, Brit poppy well, I guess damn pop. near I, I it reminds know. me of the 90s yeah for sure I was like really even though I said 80s and 60s yeah there's 90s god too god damn it are we stuck in because the 90s because you were actually lived during, you were like we are. an adult we are. during yeah. that time so. yeah yeah that doesn't count it's the 90s I mean I like that 90s stuff too you know it's making a comeback the blur down. and slow dive and yeah, these kind of bands on the other stuff pretty you know? soon in the 90s would be like rage man they are at Urban Outfitters they are I just went to a 90s dance club last night at the did. 90s DJs at uh, Cat Club. Was it wasn't Leisure, like, was, was it? Sonic Youth and some paper. Was it and Leisure? And I don't know if it was called Leisure. Oh. But, uh, I think I heard of it. It was mostly hip-hop from the 90s. Oh, hip-hop, yeah. okay. I used to go to Edinburgh Castle, and they used oh. to do that. That's never come like, I think it was fr- Thursdays or Fridays, and we they'd play like the top 40 from the 90s, and we were like, no. <laughs> we couldn't do it. We wanted to. We wanted to participate, but we were like, nah, we're good with the 80s because then we're like, 
you know, getting right. into it. It's more. I mean, I think fun. we do some '90s sort yeah, of sounding yeah. stuff, I mean, but I then guess a lot that of our songs kind are kind of has almost a Nirvana vibe to it in a way. I haven't really thought about it, but the way that lick does what it does, yeah, you know, it's almost like. But of course, Nirvana was doing what Killing Joke was doing earlier mm-hmm. too. When you think about Come As You Are versus '80s, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you know, there's different licks that, it, no, that recycle yeah. themselves, and you know, I can't help but channel stuff. You know? It's like '80s yeah. but psychedelic. Killing yeah. Joke, I'm speaking of which. Yeah, I'm into the psychedelic stuff. Repetition. Well, like Dave said, yeah, though, that repetition. particular song that we just played was that one was like one of our mel- mellowest songs, right? Slower tempo, kind of like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we have different um, flavors of music within our own band, which I think I really like. That it's not a one-trick pony or whatever, you know? Right. We do kind of slower, trippier stuff, and then do some faster... There's always try. There's got to. There's, there's some, yeah. Some stuff that's almost like country psych, like meat, meat, oh, nice. meat puppets kind of vibe to it. You know, gotcha. that we do live. A little Speaking stoner rock sometimes, if I can help it. I can see that. Some stoner rock too. Yeah, we do. We do that. No, there has to be always. I think nah, the stoner too, psychedelic no. element is kind of the anchor. I think right? we try and get it through. And like, I agree with all that. of the songs. Right. Does, stoner yeah. metal breakdown in the middle. <clears throat> yeah. Oh yeah, I like that one. So we're going to hear all of this on the new release? Yes. Which is coming out next week. (laughs) Or at the gig. Oh, yeah, Yeah, the gig, you'll be able to hear it all. Electra. It's on Electra. If you're not vacating the city. (laughs) Electra. If you're not leaving. With the doors and walls. For the three-day weekend, right? Are there a lot of people leaving that weekend for something? Next weekend, probably, for vacation. Best time to be in the city, right? <laughs> I'd say so. Probably. It is, right? Spread out. Get some fresh Because the second mm-hmm. is Labor Day. Yeah, that's right, man. That's right. Holidays and Burning Man. Man. Burning Man's kind of a holiday now, right? Knockout. For the amount of money that you spend at Burning Man, you could go to Indonesia and surf. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I want to leave the fucking country. I don't want to fucking go to the desert. The du- caustic dust. Yeah. A bunch of hippies. <laughs> a bunch of people that don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm too young to get it. So. Yeah. Modern hippies. Yeah, yeah. Modern yeah, day. I'm too That's young true. for that myself. I met two guys that participate in that every year, and they're like, so are you coming? And I'm like, No. <laughs> It's, it's. I mean, cool. it sounds cool, but it does sound cool. It would, you know, you, you it would, it would be fun, actually. I would imagine. I mean, all expenses paid. Sure, I'll be there. Exactly. Maybe next time. I no? mean, if Space Committee got Maybe. paid Never. to play Burning Man, all expenses. Because <laughs> we're all about the dollars. Contact them at. Of course. As if yeah, they yeah. really want live bands at Burning Man. Anyways. Need a motorhome. <laughs> That Wouldn't all the sand like get in your ha- your cool. yep, ears and your eyes and your eyes instruments like and you you're okay <laughs> with that sand, right Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like yeah I didn't hear you but <laughs> these guys are yammering I'm listening yeah 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 you're having your own radio show Mike yeah you guys need to get your own podcast yeah <laughs> I'll shut up sorry no feel free man don't never don't again. be shy I'm What's never it? talking to you again maybe you know, maybe right? him but... <laughs> yeah you got vetoed already. Well, me. That's okay. So, what time do you guys go on? I think we're thinking about six thirty. You're thinking. Well, we don't know. I mean, these kind of things Maybe are somewhere around. No. The show's supposedly technically four till eight p.m. Gotcha. Four bands. Mm-hmm. Four hours. You know, Forty-five minutes each. I don't know. So do- maybe six o'clock. A dollar sixty-five per band. Woohoo! Yeah. So yeah, so it'll be, a, it'll be a good afternoon. You know, like. 
get out, have some lunch or something, brunch, late. <laughs> La Taqueria. Taqueria Cancun. Yeah, get some margaritas like going and come down to the knockout, rock out. Go play some pinball at the yeah, uh, place nearby, you know. Mm-hmm. The sun will be shining. Front porch is there. Shining. Yeah. Oh, my Hopefully. God. Yeah, that in the yeah, it will be into the knockout. <laughs> we'll get a bucket of fried chicken. Yeah. <laughs> it's too tempting. <laughs> There's so much good food in this city that oh, I can never leave. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's uh, right. Wasn't that going to be our, our first album, Space Committee? Space Committee? Feedback. What about strap it? Strap it on. <laughs> what? What's no, that's on? an old band yes. name that Mike and I used to talk about years ago. Like About band? having a band called Feed Feedback, right? Strap it on and all you can eat are the first two oh, albums. Oh, gosh. Yes. Now, like, <laughs> I could have been in that band, by thing, the way. Yeah. <laughs> Feedback. Yeah, there you oh, go. Way need... to bring that one back. Feed, <laughs> feed bag or right. feedback? It. No feedback. Feed feedback. Feedback. Feed like a horse with a, you know. Gotcha. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking Second of myself. That's right. <laughs> you got to prepare your albums for the, you know. Yeah. So like kind nice, of a Spinal nice Tap ass. philosophy, yeah. if you will. Yeah, sure. Oh no, he's don't give me that one. One of the guys from Spinal Tap, I forgot his name. He's playing at the Warfield. Did you guys see that? No. No. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. We're not. Try, but I was like, "What the?" F-? I mean, it's perfect timing, like especially with everything going on in the world. Like, why the fuck not? Spinal Tap at the Warfield yeah. makes sense to me. Weird Al Yankovic just played, right? I he's don't been know. around. He Tell me, he just played in East Bay. He's why does this? I the Warfield should have like a local mm. band night. Why not? I know they should, right? A ton of local mm. bands. I don't know, like whatever they. You get on there and they get to experience having a. And that killer sound system and open it up. That'd be a great. That show. would be. That's a good idea. <laughs> All that day long, like matinee, starting from twelve. I haven't heard of an idea like that before. That'd be a good idea. They'd be like, so give back to the community a little bit. Where's the money? Whatever. Yeah. What's the big yeah, exactly. corporation AKA that owns it now? It's like Golden Boys. You're like, they bring national acts through, and mm-hmm. then they don't pick local bands to open anymore, right? It's like... I was going to say... They usually don't, yeah. You guys no, are the only to, band but, I mean, left in Golden San Francisco. Boys, There's no... When I started the show 10 years ago, every band we talked to, like, nine times out of 10, were from San Francisco or Oakland. Now, none of the bands that we talk to are from San Francisco. It's all Oakland, you know, East Bay, you name it. Really? So, uh, oh, yeah. Bay. Well, a lot of uh-huh. people leave. You yeah. Know, you know that's going. Every Where do they go? There's still going? bands around, though. There are. Yeah. are they? Are they yeah, afraid to are. come to Mutiny Radio? Those who have survived. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you get to, I'll tell a brief story. I mean, I don't know you guys who are wanting this story, but... Yeah. The, the band The Damned, of course, my heroes, The Damned, Captain Sensible, we got to open, I was in a band called The Sermon, and we got to open for them. Are they you picked serious? us to open for them in, in San Jose. Sick. Yeah, and I got to play the, it wasn't Rat Scabies, the drummer, it was a guy called Pinch who plays with them now. And I, I got to interviewed play his drum him, yeah, yeah, back a few years ago. Yeah, it was really cool. But they got to pick the opening band. They picked the opening band, they picked us. Yeah. Well, one of our guys, uh, Matt Gabriel, signed up to be, you know, here, here's our group, here's what we have to offer, and they picked us, so we got. It's to, so interesting. But that wasn't that's so. Some, sometimes yeah. there's, there are exceptions to the rule. You know? Well, I think, I think that they there's certain bands that understand yeah. that because they came from that model. Exactly. They understand what DIY is. They understand what this is. Doing it all, like that's right. That's how I learned. Like, what the fuck do I do? You learn to do it all. <laughs> you got to do what you no, can, yeah. right? You're right. But unfortunately, it doesn't work that way anymore, I guess. But there, there's still a lot of San Francisco bands. Are they? Yeah. yeah there are, absolutely. I, I think just, so. You know, 
They're just not. They're too Massive busy. Or big. If anything, I think the venues are 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 closing down or threatening yes. to close down, and then mm-hmm. the people they feel like or the I audience to come out and yeah. see the bands some during the week or tribute band, yeah. Having the go. funds to be able to go out, I mean, I'm lucky that yeah, I've been I, here. I, and... too, right? Everyone's moved to Oakland. Mm-hmm. Like, not everyone literally, but a lot of the people that probably would have I mean, gone. Older, like, everyone's yeah, moving yeah, to Oakland. Like, but isn't Oakland, Oakland just as expensive as here now? It's getting there. I don't they, think it is. It's as. Yeah. It's, I, I don't know what that is. Expensive, uh, but there's more room. Like, a lot of places mm-hmm. are bigger, but still, you know. More space than the studio. And then once you go to Oakland, you never come out to San Francisco. Break your bank account. Very true. Eight bucks for a pint. <laughs> I agree with that. What a shame. I love well, it. You pay eight bucks for a pint in Oakland, too. They should have a monthly There's... revert back to 1975 prices. <laughs> yeah. Then all, everywhere in the city, <laughs> all throughout the city. That'd be great. Well, news, newsflash, newsflash, they're thinking of opening. Have you guys heard of Shake Shack? It's an East Coast burger chain. Maybe yeah, there's one in Marin. Yeah, in Larkspur, right? Yep. So they're thinking of opening one at the old Uptown Station where Sears used to be. I remember going in there a few years ago, but in I guess Oakland? it's... Uh-huh. So I don't know if they're going to be rent... Like, it's going to be office spaces, like some companies were going to rent it out, but I was like, like, shake, Twitter shake. or somebody bought that. Oh, okay. But I'm like, I'm I going. I like the Uptown in Oakland. I'm going. <laughs> I go. freaking love it. I mean, it's, don't get me wrong, it's pricey, but you're getting what you pay for with that shit. Mm. It's really good. I mean, the quality is like, fuck that other shit. Good this no, is the real not, stuff. If you don't feel ripped off, then you're yeah, probably doing all right. not at all. <laughs> but they were saying, oh, we're going to open one in the marina. And I was like, the marina? Because then that means I have to like take the day off, go all the way over, you know, to the marina. the marina fell into the bay. <laughs> <laughs> no, down, I, wish. I wish. I'm just kidding. No, I've don't. been there a few times. I tried to give it a chance. I like walking over there because I live like lower Nob Hill area. So technically mm. it's, you know, close enough, but I'm like, I can't, I just can't get into yeah. it, man. I spend too much time here. It's nice though there. It's it is nice. Out there. It is pretty out Beautiful. there. So much makeup is worn by this mm. woman. <laughs> I learned the term from somebody who would hang out with people in that crowd, and they're like, oh, yeah, those Butterface Marina chicks. And I was like, what? What does that mean? No, and then she was like, you know, all the fucking... You know. That's why you should spend more time out there. Like, <laughs> hey, what are you trying to say, Pete? No, because you don't, you don't, clearly like, you don't have to wear makeup and just be like, what's up? <laughs> I think I would scare the bejesus out of He's going to be like tweeting about you all day. President Trump? Dude. Dude, don't add me. I thought about tweeting him. Oh, yeah, right? I tweeted. Who did I tweet? I tweeted Ivanka and Kim Kardashian because they're both full of shit. (laughs) They're like, oh, we're going to save like a few people that were incarcerated you know they just pay attention to a few people and make a big deal about it yeah do you think if they're like dart ajax got in prison in sweden let's fucking let's help him out man yeah (laughs) i hope you would dude is wait are you friends with kanye and you didn't want to talk (laughs) no (laughs) unfortunately not damn why aren't we friends with kanye (laughs) yeah 
Well, I'm really excited with these guys and our band and whatnot. Yeah, keeping it local. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having us the show. Not relying on you know these. Uh, these guys are great. Like each other too is kind of strange. What's that wait? What's strange? For a band, yeah. For yeah. now. Your band's kind of strange. You never know. Yeah, we're strange. We're we got to keep people. it keep it strange in San Francisco. You know, keep it right, weird. Yeah. Keep it weird. Yeah. Psychedelic. So Portland's right. weird. San yeah. Francisco's strange. Mm-hmm. Strange. What's Seattle? Oh, in the in the shoes of Jefferson Airplane. It's a hard job. Up to date. <laughs> yeah. It's a hard. Poonil's corner. That was a good uh, video we were watching the other day. Yeah. Which video? Jefferson Airplane. It was they were yeah. playing in New York. I think Mike said. They were out. the first. Oh, uh, it's cool. They were two months ahead of the Beatles, mm. uh, playing a rooftop. In New York, yeah. There in New you York. go. You know the famous Beatles yeah, rooftop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jefferson Airplane. Nineteen preceded them by two months. Yeah. Free show. And then you and then you two did it decades yeah. later. Yeah. Good for them. We haven't we should do that <laughs> let's do that. Let's, well, let's do it. Pete, can you rate yes. it? Do you guys know anybody who owns Downtown somewhere now? I do actually, yeah. It's, um, See, he's got the hookup. Sorry, it's, it's on hundred. It's on one hundred thirty-sixth and. Uh, Not New York, oh. San Francisco. San Francisco. Oh. We're keeping it strange, remember? Yeah, actually, I do. It's up on uh, it's up on Knob Hill. Woohoo! Good old Knob Hill. Don't kiss that mic. He's in love with the mic. I think he's gonna. Look at him. Yes, you gotta bring him on as co-host. He has a good mic voice. Oh yes. Oh yes. Except for the other two dudes named Mike, and also have a voice. Whatever. Mike's on the mic. Radio voice. It's all about that radio voice, y'all. So we will be doing our radio. That's not a bad idea, though. Yeah, let's do a rooftop. Who has a rooftop that we can play on? I don't know. That's why I asked you. <laughs> we thought you had We're the taking answer. callers right now. There we go. Yeah, Rooftops downtown Call San Francisco. Now. Call four one five. Live on the air. Yeah, I can. Well, I was a paper boy. You know, like I was Aww. delivering the Daily Breeze in the, uh, the Torrance, boy. California Daily Breeze newspaper. Santa Monica. And I was a I was an umpire at Little League games. Seven dollars in the outfield, ten dollars behind the plate for the whole game. The whole game. Yeah. And then wow. what about delivering pizzas? And I, 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 my sister had a dog. I was cleaning up the dog poop for, I think it was $5 a week. And I chucked it over the fence because there was a boulevard behind. And Why my not? buddy used to target yeah. I hit a Vons truck, a big truck. Yeah, a shovel. Like, right. And we hit, I think we hit a truck one time, but a Vons a delivery truck. Extra oh. bonus for that. Yeah, no, it was. Five dollars flat fee, you know, for whatever it was, <laughs> and that's when I started buying records. I bought like Tom Petty, "Damn the Torpedoes," and my first couple Beatles records mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Aerosmith, "Toys in the Attic," you know, mm-hmm. those first records that I bought from the dog shit um, scooping and throwing <laughs> days. Hey, it was worth it. It was totally worth you it. Built I still have those records. Nice. Yeah. Nice. The actual ones. And I signed them right. David L on there as if somebody's <laughs> going to come steal them out of the living room or oh, whatever. Oh gosh. Yeah. He might. Lucky you didn't have an old Not quite. <laughs> well, I wish I did, but yeah, yeah. you're right. Your sisters, right? I did, yeah. How many? Three, yeah. Wow. But they were gone by. I mean, they were out of the house by then. I was. A, they were older. Yeah, generation above, kind of for gotcha. me. Gotcha. And when did you come to the Bay Area? Um, we moved, Mike and I were living in Hollywood in 1991, and our band that we had in college moved down there. We were playing down there. And we moved up. So it was the end of 1991. That I moved up here, and so did he nice. at the same time. I grew up in Santa Monica, but I moved up here in 06 before anyone cared about uh, San Francisco. They were like, what? You're going to the Bay? 
Yeah. But now it's like a thing, right? Like everybody and their mother is coming from really? Orange County, San Diego. Well, this was like a few years ago. Oh, I don't know yeah, if this yeah. is still true, but it felt like everybody I worked with was from San Diego or Orange County. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like I kind of There's started a lot something. Of this stuff going on right now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, um, I mean, San Francisco is sick. Mm hmm. In a good way, yeah. Charlie Hunter at the L.R. room. He just came back and played. Charlie Hunter took poached our night, I know. Charlie. He just played at the makeout, I think. Yeah, he did. Oh, he did? Oh, Nick. Charlie. Are you all right? Yes. I'm going to have to go to Canada. Can we play the song? It's right over there. Yep. Track two, right? Where are you going, Dave? I got to go to the restroom. Play the song. All right, see then. That's on the 15 minutes. Mess with you guys. What's on the Break cassette? Your... What is that? Do you ever see the movie Badlands? This is his face right now.
The butter, the Silence of the Lambs. Is That's the first time those here. songs have ever been previewed anywhere. Because they just came it. out today, I guess. And the first time I've ever heard it, too. So. Exactly. You None should, of these guys have heard it, except for me. You should do a song based on Silence of the Lambs. I called it. Yeah, man. So but what's, what's the basis for that song? Is the crazy, the insane way people are driving around the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, shoot. Like nobody, who knows how to drive around runner. anybody? I do. It's like you're getting Pretend. run over at all times. Yeah, he rides skateboard. Oh no! Oh no! You're one of those. Or yeah, I've run my bike usually bike, now. Mostly bike. Down to general on that time was all down. I always rode my skateboard in the old days, but now I ride my bike usually. But you're probably fine, but it's the young guys who are like, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, you know, um, Lot Knob Hill, yeah. like some of those. Like I can hear them at night sometimes because I live in the area where I'm like, they're really? just gonna fucking die one of these on a days. Yeah. yeah even with um, you know full-on traffic, like huh. weekend, I don't know. Like any time I've walked by and seen it, I'm like, these guys are on a fucking suicide yeah, mission. But hats off to them. Blast that's, through. Yeah. You know they can't do it at the Golden Gate Bridge anymore, so yeah. they got to get creative, right? You want, you want to die loving what you do. I want to get one of those one wheels. <laughs> we are not sanctioning suicide. Actually, the gyroscope watch. deal. Or whatever Don't it do is. it. I a picture of you guys today. Don't do yeah. it. And wear full okay. motorcycle gear. They do that and now. Commute across uh, the Golden Gate Bridge. You can do that actually. You know. And Wait, can someone write that down? Die loving what you do. I meant to say die and doing die what you love. Loving, but die loving die what you do. I like that. You already wrote it down because you're saying it on this podcast. Well, you can listen to it later. (laughs) Sorry, we don't have dictation mode here. Is this going into space? It it literally is. You're in the atmosphere. You're carbon neutral now. (laughs) Is this being uh, sent to space? Like, is this being transmitted? It has to be. Everything goes into space, dude. (laughs) You're a neutron bomb. It's always space. There's space. That's all there is. Space Space and time. That's right. (laughs) You're so hopeful about it. You're like, yeah. No, it's true. There's space. But yeah, this (laughs) time's going to space. Space does not bum me out. Time does, but. Wait, for future reference, we can probably like well, sm- you you can smoke a joint in here next time. Right? Surfing? If there's- sure. <laughs> as long as you keep the smell yeah, out there. Okay. Just in Mike, case. Right, Pam? In case you're listening? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we totally condone it, but I think if it was out there, like Got outside, okay. that's ideal. Just I, to respect the that? space. Okay. okay, right. Yeah. Yeah, this Especially board. with Dave here. He's lighting shit on fire everywhere. Woo! Mm. <laughs> Catastrophe, Dave. Well, I will say space, there's outer space, and disastrous. there's also inner space. Wait, oh. can we call you disastrous, Dave? 
What yeah, about side yes. space? Sometimes. Side yeah. space. Is space on the side? Typically not. That might I mean, be, but does not. You don't think there's disasters. space on the side? Actually not like, at all. What's you in might inner space and outer space. I love this debate. This is better than the Democratic it's debate. It's mostly your brain, man. When he That's what stage, space is to me. The stage. He, some people are you know, playing a game. Perception. Like, what the hell is going yeah, on? Yeah, perception. I have no space, by the way. Huh? None. Dave, can you hand me one of those? Perception There's committee. Zero space. No, that's not a good band name, right? Mm-mm. Perception yeah. committee? No, it's like... So wait, how did the name come about? That's not a good band Dave, name. how did yeah. the space committee, how did yeah, the name did come about? Yeah, how did that happen? Well, I what mean, I wrote thinking? a song called Space Committee a long time ago, and Mike was playing drums with the band we were doing it with at the time. It was called the Hut Dwellers. And uh, space committee is basically people that walk around and are analyzing space it was at mm. General Hospital where I was working, just up the street. The here. mental ward? Yeah, on the seventh floor in psychiatry. Correct, Amundo. So you I worked probably in the of saw me waiting for the bus right there. Wait, were Maybe. you working there or were you an actual... You checked um, you in a few. I was working there. I wasn't were you, a you weren't an inpatient? No, no, I wasn't. But <laughs> if I was, I wouldn't either A, tell you, or B, that'd be okay. But yeah, no, I wasn't. But there was these people that walk around and they analyze all the spaces where people work and they're just looking to you know mm-hmm. oh yeah find more space there's never was, enough and they were called the space committee and i thought it was really weird holy the space committee's coming around like oh my god look busy make your space look like it's occupied you know space committee's this coming they're going to analyze it. your space exactly that's right. Like, that dude has <laughs> too much space. He has 100 LPs and a turntable at his desk. And I did. What's up with I had a real, real player and a turntable at my desk, and they didn't like we that. We need space four, like like three cubic space. feet. It's a waste of space. Oh, right. is it like uh, one, I did have that actually. one flew over the cuckoo's so nest? We, yeah, kind of. Oh, so oh, are we going to yeah. start going around analyzing space? No. We Do you don't. want to? Or well, we're we can analyze whatever you want, dude. I don't know. No, we just float around and create space. Yeah. Well, we do there you go. Space. Positive we do. We thinking. Find space. Like We're defining it. space as well. Defining. Which is, actually, we've been playing these house parties, which Ooh. has been fun. That's true. Because we have been. We have been defining space. So we've like one was like semi acoustic. Right? Yeah, we had two we different were, we had two different levels. We had a kit, and then there was yeah. another one where it was like <laughs> pretty much fully acoustic. Yeah. A kit, like a drum kit. Yeah, dude. Okay. No. Yeah, the I one that you like played with like the jarring, the, the, dude. That wasn't a drum. Okay, it was kind of a drum. The one where you were playing the kit. It was a kit. It was a oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. A partial drum. It was a cocktail <laughs> kit. It's what it was. It was a modified cocktail kit. Bongos. Yeah, and then the bongos was the second time. Aha. Actually, See? it was a cajon. 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 Oh, that's right. That's right. All right. He's right. So remind us, you're playing at the Knockout on August 31st. Yes. And you're going to be playing at 6.30, roughly. 6 o'clock, I think. That's a rough so. estimate. Yeah. So people should get there like when it starts. They should get there at like 4.15. Yeah. Four bands for seven bucks. Mines Without a Face, Cassowary. That's right. Billy's going to be a there. Space Committee and... Lost so Eyes. Lost Eyes will be the final all, act. Yeah, They're all our good friends. Yeah. And yeah. That's I actually used be. to play with Cassowary, like but they were called Adele. Tender Frame at the time. I was their original tender. drummer. But anyways, they're friends of mine. Oh, tender so frame. Tender. That's a great yeah. name. Tender Frame was the original name of Cassowary. <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> tender Frame? 
so tender, extra tender. Sounds He's so tender. Like, the picture's tender. gonna crack. It sounds like Pete. I love that you're framed so tenderly. <laughs> and remind us for now if we want to hear your material, we should go to the show or on SoundCloud. Well, I have lots of stuff on the under the Dart Ajax name, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is on SoundCloud Music, YouTube. Right? I'm everywhere, yeah, because I paid a subscription fee, you know. I'm so I, it's everywhere. If on Apple, it's even on Amazon, I believe. I haven't checked it, but you know, everywhere. A lot of Spotify. You must be. You know, I'm on that. That's a tidbit of Pandora, but you know, yeah, Dart Ajax. That's that's my. It's a moniker that I've been using for a long time because my name is David Arthur Dart. And the Ajax was a name I came up with when I was a little kid. Because everybody was named Dave you know, when I was in elementary school. Oh, God, yeah. Let alone Mike. That's, well, that one's I even worse. That or damn near the same. Hey, and my, 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 my sister's husband was like, what do you want us to call you then? Because my sisters were Joy and Dawn, which were like cleansing liquids. I didn't go for Comet. I went for Ajax. And that's what I stuck with for oh. all these years. And they started that's calling me Ajax. For a little bit. I want Dave back. I want to be Dave again. But anyways, I remember the dart. Mm. I think we Ajax should start thing. calling you dart. dart. Ajax. Ajax. Find the soccer stuff. team over there. Find yeah. the stuff on SoundCloud Amsterdam, right? Or Apple Music. And yeah, look for it, man. To the gig, and it'll be like a party hard. More energized live. You're so energized sounds, right now. Right? And then this yeah. podcast, which will be out in the space. That's right. right? That's, That's true. will be out in the space. Yeah. The spaces. <laughs> yeah. The committee of spaces. And soon we'll have recordings that are more, you know, we need to co- set up a coherent under our rolling. own space committee name. But we will, because we've got we've got the, you know, technicalities It's in a good place. live show, though. I would it's say. like a lot of energy. Yeah. We have a, a my, MySpace page. Woohoo! Um, what? I'm you afraid do? I might actually. <laughs> I do too. I check it sometimes. <laughs> we probably should have it's a Facebook been a while. page. I think it's still it, there, I but it's, it's the it still new MySpace. And still and still oh, Tom. We will. Yes, Miles, How are you doing, Tom? <laughs> no, no. Is Tom on Facebook? <laughs> he is with his awkward. He's, <laughs> He's just He's awkward. coming to the show. <laughs> Did he make any money? He made some money doing that. Just sitting MySpace. there, like, eating his. <laughs> cereal or whatever he was doing what was that's that what some people said yeah mm-hmm. we should Tom we should start MySpace. a new app called myspace committee MySpace. oh there you go no hmm. <laughs> myspace committee your yeah. space remember how committee. journey had a video game though no you don't remember that journey had a video game in the tron in the, in the 80s weren't they in the tron movie Something of songs were in China. That was a good movie. Video game. I can't believe you guys don't remember that. But anyway, it was a terrible video game. We could have a space committee video game. <laughs> we could. That'd be well, fun. Like, we're just going to go to the corner store and buy a 12 You should totally do and that. Who's going to bring the weed? I mean, come on. It's like, well, you have to negotiate shit to find. Easy, it's the easiest video game of all time. Who's going to remember all the songs and whatnot? Yeah. It's a good way to... Get them into their heads. <laughs> it could be psychedelic. All right, well, I don't see how it wouldn't be what you were saying. It's an interesting combination. Yeah. So why psychedelic? Why why do we do that? Why what? Why is that part of why is why is that part of our band? Uh, uh, is that a dumb part? persona? No, it's not a dumb question. I'm, I'm, I'm not. That's why you're the drummer, dude. He asked I like it, it, not me. Because for me personally, I like music that. that, that I feel like this is like a band therapy says, session. Just let air it out. Airspace <laughs> committee. How's that? Cut the commercial. How did I end Goodbye. up in this? I don't know. Um, well, let's see. 
Because hmm. <laughs> I like, for me personally, I like to hear stuff that freaks me out, and and I always enjoyed just making my own music that freaked me out. And now we got a band that I hope would make music that might freak you out. Yeah, huh. there you go. That's a good answer. Well, and like the first time I heard Jimi Hendrix or something, like it blew my. I mean, seriously, psychedelic music when I was like ten or something blew my mind. I always wanted to play that music. And here we are. And if we can bless I hope you're happy playing it because it's good. And we're having a good time doing what we're doing. Nice. Jimi Hendrix, what a legend. Something, I don't know. There's something about, like, I just remember listening to music as a kid and yep. closing my eyes. Yeah, absolutely. And Taking and it headphones, in. Headphones, mm-hmm. right? Or a speaker, yeah. The speaker with my super stones, by the way, with my head <laughs> in the speaker cranked. Well, I didn't yeah, do that when I was a kid, but all right. <laughs> I used to listen take... to the, the cult record Love over and over again. Oh, my God. Yeah. When I was young, and I loved that record. What was this? All the reverb right? and the, the. All that stuff. It was so just, good. Like I know that was like 80s cool. psychedelia, but that was a big influence. I don't think people listen to music with their eyes closed anymore, though. I do sometimes. You do? Uh huh. Meditation. When they're trying to sleep. Well, you should. That's the only way you can see the fractals. True that. There's too many. There's too many young people that are like, I need to be on Instagram. I got to see the visual. I haven't even like. I think I was talking to Pete about it. I was like, oh, I guess I have to cross over into that. You know, everything's on Instagram. But that's. I mean, videos. You have listening are, parties where you lay down on the ground with headphones on. That's true. Like a silent. A silent listening party. A silent album release. Totally. That could work. Yeah, you the, should do a silent yoga and speaker, you know that yeah that and then an album release party. The Warfield know. local band thing would should Just really lie on the floor of the Warfield. Is that way? Is that why there's those listening place. parties that are happening more now? That's because that's a thing now. Right? Yeah, I've seen some of those at like the new parish. To basically like put people in a situation to listen to music the with their, with the audio in a group Got it. setting. I haven't actually done it. I did a Prince listening. Oh, you party. did? Yeah, I went to one of those. When? It was when like was... Um, two months ago or something. Oh, like that. okay. I was yeah. like, when he was still alive. No, no audio. No. Didn't it was cool. <laughs> it was good. That's pretty cool. I'd be down to go to one of those. I was it like, felt a little weird actually at the same it? time. It felt kind of culty. Oh, did we were it? all sitting like you know, yoga pose yeah. on the floor, lights out. Really <laughs> good f- freaking sound system though. That was what. Oh, okay. And then everyone's closing their and. I don't know. It was weird. It was, felt a little contrived. Was it in the city? Yeah, it was um, like around. I want to say like Dog Patch or like. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, it's like I don't know. I just want to see. I want to see bands live, and I know some people are like, "Oh, I'll just watch it on YouTube." But it's like you go to see a band live for the experience yeah, that you're not going to get. Shit. Yeah. Oh, I know a band that's playing live. But no, I'm not. Space Committee on <laughs> August 31st. Oh, yeah, I remember them. You can see yeah. us live. How about you? What, what's uh, that? As well as Lost Eyes, Minds Without a Face, and, and Guess Minds Without a Face. Have, Have you seen any bands boom. recently that you like? That, that was good, like a good live show? Yes. Or? Uh, last weekend, uh, some of the bands, they might be on the Noise Pop label. Are you guys nice, familiar? Um, oh, yeah, because that whole thing was going on. Yeah, yeah, Speedy Ortiz. I'd heard of them. They're pretty well known now, but they were pretty good. 
Um, who else did I see? Shut Ups, who I interviewed. Shut Ups, actually, that's what I was talking about. I dug yeah. them. Uh, they're going to be playing a couple shows. I we think they played last a, night. A band called The Throw Ups. Nice. You guys could play together. <laughs> those guys, like, those guys are really Shut good. Ups and the Throw Ups. Throw Ups are our homes. <laughs> In fact, Minds Without a Face is Friends of The Throw Ups, which is why they're on the bill. Okay. Yeah. Throw Up While You Shut Up. The Throw Ups. Yeah, the throw shout up. out to them. They were awesome. Yeah, they are good. Yeah, they are That's good. a San Francisco band, too, right? They should play Noise yeah. Pop shit. Yeah. Noise Pop well, shit. Well, they're kind of hardcore. <laughs> Throw-ups. They're not a noise pop band. They're not a noise pop band. Why not? (laughs) Because they're not emotional enough. They're not Because you can't be a noise pop band unless noise pop cares about you. There you go. They don't care about the throw-ups, I'm sure. Aw, man. And there's no no disrespect. Hey, guys, we do. We care about you. Well, I know yeah. we do. I'm not, we I never said we didn't, but I'm not noise pop. Neither are you, so, you know. Yeah. Maybe next time. You never know. Noise pop? Dodos or I don't know. Shits? I don't know. It doesn't sound familiar. It's gone forever. There's some good ones, but yeah. they usually play at, like, different venues, like Cafe du Nord We're going to Rickshaw. There you go. Yeah. Thinking no, big. Go to all the different places in the city. It's, it's great. <laughs> yeah. There's still venues, guys. Even yep. August Hall just opened up. Yeah, should try to. And Bottom also the old what f- it was the Fillmore, what you know. Fillmore's right still there. there. On Market Street. No, it was, there's a new venue. Um, the Fillmore. That, that auto. Sh- it was a Ford oh, dealership. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Back in the day, it was. Yeah. that's right. Winterland. I know what you're Winterland. Was. I think. Oh, there we yeah. But have they had any? Have they had any bands there? I haven't seen them. No. It's, no, it's called something else. It's fucking shit. Anyways, well, thanks you guys for stopping on by, and yeah. I'll be seeing you next week at the Knockout. Thank you. Stay Thank you. tuned for more Mutiny Radio. Just uh, getting this interview up and running, um, and if you're just tuning in, uh, I'm going to play the interview I did with Alice Bag because she's awesome. Alice, are you still with me? I'm still here. Perfect. How is um? I was wondering. I didn't get to ask you this yet. How's the weather in Los Angeles today? <laughs> well, it's actually pretty. It's pretty. It's not horrible. It's a little bit warm, but um, mild. I I discovered that my air conditioner died on Monday. <laughs> like the hottest day. Up till now, it was. I think it was in the 90s, and I was just like, I'm not used to it anymore. So yeah. uh, I was opening all the windows and not getting a breeze. Oh no! Like, oh, I, I gotta go out and like throw water on myself or something. Yeah. I'm burning up in here. It was like, so. I think. So. But um, yeah. But it's cooled down. It's cooled down. Oh good, good. Yeah, here in the Bay Area, I'm not sure if you heard, but it's like record high temperatures the past few days. Oh, no. Like, it hasn't been 90 degrees here in, like, years. <laughs> so we're like, yeah. I bet the worst tired. thing is that you're not prepared for it, right? You're not, yeah. Like, yep. Like, I lived in Arizona for a long time. I lived in, in the desert, and it was regularly yeah. over 100 degrees. Like, between May and, like, October, mm-hmm. it's usually over 100 degrees. So you just, you have, like, double-paned windows every... Every place has some level of air conditioning, a little bit of air conditioning or a lot of fans and, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, like if you're going out, you wear sunscreen, you have water, right. you talk, like you're just prepared. Exactly. And here we're so spoiled with our like moderate climate that we've just, um, <laughs> we're used to. <laughs> no, it's like Throw a rinse in it. <laughs> see what happens. 
<laughs> right, right, totally. But it's, you know, it's good to keep us on our toes, too, right? Like, we don't want to be too comfortable. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I reached the age where I'm like, I kind of do want to be comfortable. Oh, do you? Okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> well, we're um, very excited to have you in the Bay Area on August 31st. You're going to be playing at 924 Gilman Street, which is a a Bay Area, you know, I'm not going to say relic, but that's the word that comes to mind. (laughs) (laughs) Relic. (laughs) How about an institution? I don't know. Yeah, institution. It's it's certainly a legendary legendary venue. Yes, absolutely. I believe Nirvana's played there at some point. At least that's what they told me. A lot of bands from uh, a defunct label up here called Lookout Records, which is where bands like Green Day, Rancid, Operation Ivy, they all got their start there, played shows there all the time. So it's, I mean, it's a great venue. It's um, it's always exciting when they're still around because I'm not sure about Los Angeles, but the Bay Area, San Francisco in particular, has seen a lot of venues close over the past couple of years. Yeah, what happens here is that they don't always close, but sometimes you get new owners and mm-hmm. they have a different vision for the for the building, and then it just doesn't have the same vibe and same clientele. Yeah. You know, it doesn't yeah. feel the same after a while. It's yeah. funny because, um, like, when I was growing up, we had the mask, and the building that used to house the mask turned mm-hmm. into a world of wonders. So I'm like, oh, yeah, it's still, like, keeping in the tradition of, like, <laughs> Challenging the status quo, yeah. being out there, confrontational, unapologetic. It's, it's really cool. That's really fun. And um, you're also going to be making an appearance in Washington, D.C. at a folk festival. That looks kind of interesting. Yeah. It's the um, Smithsonian Folkways. And I it, I didn't arrange it. It was actually, that came through me through my friend Quetzal Flores, who is part of the band Quetzal. And he and his wife, Marta, frequently invite me to do um, perform with their band. And it's kind of cool because um, they have this great ensemble that can just just kind of uh, take on different styles of music and, and make, them their own, make it their own. Mm-hmm. So they typically invite different singers to come up on stage and join them. And I was lucky and invited me to go to D.C., and I'm super excited about it. I'm singing a song that I haven't recorded yet that's relatively new um, mm-hmm. called Dolores Huerta Street about wanting a street called Dolores Huerta. Nice. Um, and it's based on this poem by Nikki Darling, uh, a local L.A. poet who who uh, wrote this poem about how she would drive around L.A. and she would uh, drive down streets named for important men and how she could never mm. see herself in them. And they, like inspired like they showed her what important men could be and what it mm-hmm. meant to be an important person or important or, or inspiring man mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. was just saying like where's my street where's the person that's supposed to inspire me and Seriously. Um, yeah so she wrote that that um that poem and then I asked her if I could write a song about it and uh and somehow it got to uh to a college professor that was hosting um, 
50th anniversary of Chicano Studies, where Dolores Huerta was going to speak, and she was being honored by a city council person. Mm-hmm. So anyway, somehow this this um, this song, this, this idea of Dolores Huerta Street, started expanding, and the councilman said, "We want, we agree with you. We need a street, and um, mm-hmm. we can't do a street right away because it takes time to mm-hmm. to get people to change their address, but we can do a square." So. They're hmm. declaring uh, a square in East L.A. Uh, named after the Lord of Huerta. Mm-hmm. And um, it started with an idea, with like a poem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you never so, know. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm the endless digressor, so feel free to like smack me <laughs> and put me back in line. <laughs> How dare you, Alice? How dare you? No, but I uh, was grazing your, your Facebook page, and I always look for, you know, interesting little tidbits, and I was like, what's going on in D.C.? Because with everything that's been going on with the, you know, um, abortions, they're trying to ban abortions in different states, and which I think is interesting because at the same time, uh, equal rights, the Equal Rights Amendment, as you know, we've been inching a little bit closer with that. Do you think that women's rights are eventually going to be protected, or do you think that with the abortion bans, it's just going to be a constant battle? I think with progress, it's always you know like you take some you you make some gains and then mm-hmm. you, you you take some losses and then you just keep inching forward. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I I I think eventually we will achieve our purpose. Um, but I'm prepared for a long fight, and right. I know that that there's always going to be um, people to challenge. Even you know, even if we make like headway, I think we're always going to face people that want to take us back to, mm-hmm. to the you know to the past that they imagined yeah. was somehow great, and it was great for the privileged few, and right. right for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so yeah, I feel like that. I feel like <laughs> so fun, so funly in the past. But then, um, you know, with Trump being elected, it was kind of like, wait a minute, like, let me go back to the history books here. Like, didn't all this stuff already happen? Shouldn't we be trying to make more progress and move forward and pass equal rights? Yes, all this stuff already oh. happened. It happened yeah. in Germany a long time ago. <laughs> we should have learned from history. I mean, right. I feel like I really, you know, like that is an, a, a, a time that I know very well because when I was young, I was very fascinated. I was fascinated. Like one of the earliest books that I came to love was um, Diary of a Young Girl by Anne Frank. Mm-hmm. And it really touched me. And, um, you know, I, I became very fascinated by how the Holocaust happened and um, and how, like, how it reach this point where it like at what point it was stoppable you know and I feel like we really need to look at the past and figure out are we reaching that point do we need to like figure out some drastic measures to stop what's happening before we mm-hmm. you know I, I, I think I'm sure some people listen to me and think she's crazy it's nowhere near as bad but um, you know it, it didn't happen overnight it was a slow steady erosion of people's rights and uh, and I see it happening now, and I see the scapegoating happening, uh, people that are seen as other. Right. So, I definitely uh, I definitely see that too. You know, here in the Bay Area, it's just 
I mean, not to mention with the whole tech thing. It was just, it was very, you know, and I'm sure you've seen it too. When you come here, it was just very, you know, freeform, artistic way of living. And now everything is just so contrived and controlled. Like, that's the thing with technology. I feel like that's something I'm struggling with. Like, do I like technology? (laughs) Um, I think it's telling us what to think to a certain extent, or at least controlling certain aspects of how we're supposed to think about things, especially, you know, Facebook, Twitter, all these social media sites. I don't know if it's a good thing anymore, to be honest with you. Well, I think it has allowed us to really isolate ourselves and to um, not, it's funny because my daughter and I were just watching CNN Mm-hmm. And we were looking at the polls for the presidential election that's coming yeah. up. Mm-hmm. And she, we, she looked at me and she said, are these the same polls that we had in, like, 2016 that told us that Trump was going to lose? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. But I think we better start checking other, like, not just mm-hmm. not just uh, looking through the same sources. We've got to, like, right. diversify our our sources so that we have a yeah. better idea of what's really happening in our country and in the world. Definitely. Um, Definitely. You know, a lot of times we do we do tend to uh, just feed ourselves the stuff that we are familiar with, the stuff that we like, the, the what makes us feel like you know comforted. But and you know, and people that tell us, oh yeah, <laughs> this guy is going to be voted out of office. He's way more. You know, the the top four candidates are are way ahead of him in the polls. But mm. I don't trust those. I don't, I'm not sure I trust those polls anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> are there any sure. candidates that speak to you directly at this time? Are you know, I feel like um, I feel like I'm waiting until the last moment to uh, to endorse a candidate because I don't want anybody influenced or dissuaded. I feel like everybody should have a fair chance. Mm-hmm. And I, I really want to make sure that people are still looking at female candidates. Absolutely. Just because the two front runners are men, mm-hmm. um, certain, mm-hmm. you know, I, I still think we need to pay attention to women and note what they're saying and see how well prepared they are, yeah. and um, and keep keep an open mind up to the end because I think what we want is um, not just a victory um, where we. I mean, I feel like it's so it's it's hard because I feel like. There are lots of lots of things being said that I get really excited about, and there there are some candidates that are I'm less excited about. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yesterday I asked my husband, you know, if, it, if you had to vote for like Pennywise, the the, <laughs> the evil clown, and, or or Trump, who would you vote for? And he said Pennywise. Oh <laughs> gosh. At, at least it would be funny. <laughs> right. But I. So, I, so I feel like uh, I feel like we we might have some tough choices, yeah. but I'm I'm very clear in my mind that I am going to vote uh, for the person that runs against Trump, and um, and I I I know that that's not a popular opinion. I certainly do mm-hmm. hope that people get what they want, yeah. uh, but what I want more than anything, even though I have I have I have lots of things that I would like, but what I want more than anything is to have. Um, that man out of office and to have our 
our planet protected. Oh, that's a good. That's I, a I still feel enough. like I, <laughs> I mean, I feel like our, I feel like you know, that's the most. Uh, the, all of it is for, you know, all of it is pointless if we don't have a planet to live in on mm-hmm. in a few years. Mm-hmm. Definitely, and that's something I've been thinking about too. The whole you know Green New Deal and how we're gonna approach the future in terms of where we get our energy from. But anyway. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, I think I think that's very yeah. very important. Like the yeah. the person that that gets, I hope the person that gets the nomination the nomination mm-hmm. is uh, someone who is um, yeah. you know is savvy about the environment. Definitely, and there's a lot of you know young educated new voters too. I met a few of them. Uh, about two weeks ago when they had the convention here in San Francisco, you just don't think about it till you actually meet them and you're like, huh, there is a future. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there is hope out there. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I have, I have daughters. So for me, I feel like I, I can't leave them this planet in this condition. So I feel like right. I'm not leaving until I can give my kids, something to work with. Right, right. Air that we can breathe and, yes. uh, you know, elect, what do you call it, renewable energy. That's a that's a concept that's been around for, seems like a few decades now, but we'll figure it out eventually. But anyway, I hope so. <laughs> you're going to be Perfect. here in August, so that's going to be coming up real soon. And you're going to be at 924 Gilman. Have you played a show there in the in the past? I've never played there, uh, and I'm really excited to play there. Nice. It's very intimate, uh, small stage. I think that's kind of that's probably what you've seen over the years, <laughs> or what you've um, experienced. I've, I've not only have I never played there, I've never been there. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Whole Foods across the street now, so. <laughs> There's a what? A Whole Foods? There's a Whole Foods, like, I want to say a block away wow. or two blocks away. That's what I remember. I was like, wait, oh, yeah, I'm in Berkeley. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <No man>. man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the neighborhood is just, just like San Francisco. It's made a lot of changes over the years. But, um, I mean, some, some change is good, but then some change is questionable, like we've talked about. So we'll see how it goes. And, um, yeah. yeah, and then we talked a little bit about you uh, making a special appearance at the Bikini Kill show with La Boucherette. And um, it oh, sounds like yeah. it was really, it went down really well, for me anyways, but, <laughs> yeah, it was it was really exciting. It was really fun. We we mm-hmm. were um I mean, we got to open um for for Bikini Kill the very first night at the Palladium. So that was <gasps> that was really exciting too. But mm-hmm. um getting to play with uh, with the Butcherettes is always just super exciting for me because I admire Terry so much. Or oh, the the band is great. Yeah. But I'm just in awe of Terry's like her command of the stage, her raw emotion, her, like, mm-hmm. just, she's just an incredible performer. I'm so just enamored with her. 
there's only, you know, we, we're, we, like, Terry and I have this little love story going on uh, through text. She sends me little texts that say, oh, I miss you, my love. <laughs> In Spanish, of course, right? And then I'll, you yeah. know, I'll write back something really sweet. And, I, and, and it's just, um, it's just so nice. I love, I love uh, these little messages I get from her on tour. All of a sudden, it'll be like 3 a.m. and she's writing a little, a little note to me. Um, so yes, we, you know, what's funny is that we, uh, we actually met through an event that we were doing, one of those Red Bull Academies, uh-huh. and um, I had been her fan but didn't know her, and she had been my fan and didn't know me, and then we mm-hmm. met at a, a little. Um, Mexican bakery and we were both like kind of nervous and excited to meet each other and we started just we bought a tray of fondue and ended up like gobbling up the whole thing as we were like <laughs> excitedly chatting <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I mean if you've ever been like on a date with somebody you're really excited and you're kind of like trying to keep calm and you're just mindlessly eating that's what it was oh, yeah. like <laughs> just mindlessly that's eating definitely me. Like, <laughs> yes you lose track of, you know, kind of lose track of everything that's going on in real time. You're kind of zoned in on what, you know, what's in the moment, what's really happening. <laughs> ah, dates are nice. But, um, yeah, that sounds great. Um, for me, it was like an ideal lineup. Like, I've been following Libertura the past couple of years. Uh, Bikini Kill was one of the first CDs that I ever bought in the 90s, so... That was pretty epic. <laughs> and then being able to see you, of course, is always a treat as well because I feel like I missed out, you know, probably over the years here and there. So I'm, you know, I'm still catching up with you. So. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, that was really, I mean, I feel very, very lucky to have been able to do that. I was, I did not expect that. Kathleen um, just showed up to an mm-hmm. event that I was hosting and said, Mm-hmm. You know, she's, uh, we were talking about the show, yeah. and she's like, uh, are you planning on going? And uh, <laughs> she, just, she just kind of worked her way around it in, in a very, like, humble way. Like, why are you asking me in such a humble way? You're fucking Kathleen Hanna. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to say that. Yeah. No, you're fine. <laughs> but, <laughs> more than merrier. She's like... Mm-hmm. Would you be okay with opening? And I'm like, oh yeah, I would be okay with that. <laughs> I would totally love okay. you. <laughs> yeah, I know. She was all like, and then, yeah. So she's mm-hmm. another person that's really has been very, very kind to me. Very and, good. Um, very good. Yeah, and it's it's kind of interesting. I mean, it's not interesting, but it is. You know, them kind of getting back together and. You know, it kind of correlates with everything else that's going on. It's like, wow, like we really need this kind of music now. We need it. We need that kind of energy back because, for whatever reason, it's not been at the forefront. It's been, you know, we've just been dying to hear it. I know I have. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I I think all of this is happening because of the, um, you know, I I feel like it's all kind of fueled by what's happening in government, you know, this, mm-hmm. the need for for Riot Girl, the need for, like, um, a couple, was it last year or, or two years ago that the mm-hmm. um, Fanning Walk the Earth came out, and mm-hmm. they have a song on it called um, 
she comes and it's about like when you when you need her she's gonna come and she's gonna like they're calling mm-hmm. to their mothers and sisters and daughters to join together and you know and face what's coming what's what's ahead right it's like right. a call to arms and yeah. a call to action rather maybe not maybe not arms but to action yeah. and okay. I feel like um I felt like it was really strong because uh, when they were recording that song, um, uh, June Millington um, asked the ladies and Fanny to, to to write to me and invite me to sing back up. And I got there and there was like the, the women who had been in, in Fanny in different incarnations. There was Shuri mm-hmm. Curry, um, women from the Bangles who had been part of the, uh, part of the singing back and backing vocals and mm-hmm. um Patty Quattro, like they had like these wow. these women from other uh female led groups mm-hmm. and it was a very like, you know, I was in the studio and there's all these women around me and we're all singing like mm-hmm. you know, calling women to come to action. Yeah. Uh it was wonderful. <laughs> it was really exciting. And I think it was I think it's also a result of that, of that mm-hmm. like feeling like Let's get together. Let's push back. I really feel like it's it's, it's time uh, for for women to take a much more active role in leading the world. Absolutely. Yeah. And if we don't see it, how can we believe it? I mean, I don't know about you, but I've been kind of using like the civil rights movement as kind of, you know, like they were kind of taking those steps too, and they had to be militant when they had to and they were peaceful when they felt they needed to be but they knew that they needed to get visibility otherwise nobody was ever going to take them seriously you know so yeah it's, um, well and and then since you were asking about what I've been up to another yeah. thing that I'm up to is I'm working with um with this group of writers we contributed to this book called Women Who Rock um yes. and it was it was um, all about female musicians, and I think it's called From Bessie to Beyonce, uh, mm-hmm. edited by Evelyn McDonald. Anyway, we were at a, ra- at a local radio show. We were getting ready to go um, on the air and talk about the book. Mm-hmm. There was, I think, eight of us in the studio. Okay. And um, as we were <laughs> as we were sitting there waiting our t- for our turn to go on, we started like just thinking about how. We didn't want um, we didn't want it to end with the book. We want we wanted mm-hmm. the book to be a beginning of mm-hmm. like the amplification of women's voices in music mm-hmm. and art, right? So um, mm-hmm. so we formed this group called Turn It Up that we um, we just started working together to to reach out to um, different women who are involved in the music industry, whether it's like playing an instrument or managing bands or booking shows or in, in different aspects of the of music and entertainment and um, mm-hmm. and trying to figure out ways that we can increase visibility and amplify women's voices. So that's that's a project that I'm working on right now that I'm really excited about. That sounds we're gonna amazing. Be, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to be doing a, a, a fundraiser out here in L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, in July. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Well, keep us posted on anything that happens with that. I'm sure you'll post about it. Yeah, and, I will. Nice. And um, there was a book that recently came out called California Cool, and it's 
mostly, I believe that it's photography or photos that were taken mostly in the San Francisco punk scene, but I think you're also featured in the book as well. Is that right? I don't know. California School? (laughs) Yeah, I think (laughs) that she's a local photographer, Ruby Ray. Oh, is it Ruby Ray? Oh, yeah. 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 And I think she met, she had like a picture of you and I was like, oh, that's cool. I need to check that out. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. I didn't, it didn't okay. I didn't realize the name. It's California with a K and cool with a K. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. It's funny mm-hmm. because I, um, because I have the book and her name is, is big and then the California cool is small. So I'm like, so I didn't notice it. No worries. But, um, um yeah. Uh, I love, I'm a fan of Ruby Ray, too. She's a wonderful photographer, and mm-hmm. she's, she, I feel like pe- enough people haven't seen her photographs, so um, she just had, she was part of that exhibit, too, um, on the East Coast, that Museum of Sex. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw, um, people were posting, uh, were posting photographs, but because of the, it, there was a very elaborate campaign mm-hmm. for the Museum of Sex. That included uh, images of me and Penelope um, Houston. Oh, right. So, yeah. I'm going to look for the. So apparently, apparently the, the photos in the exhibit were, were not quite as sensational. They were not oh. as big. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, I'm definitely going to tell people about the book, um, especially if you're in it. Yeah. And I'm going to check it out, too. <laughs> Yeah, no, she's a great photographer. You, mm-hmm. you should. Yes. I'm a fan of Ruby's. Yep, and we're excited to have you uh, in Berkeley on August 31st at 924 Gilman Street, and we're really looking forward to it. Cool, and I'm playing with JCDC and Maya Songbird <laughs> and the Hammer Bomb. Nice. So it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be fun. I, I, you know, I saw... I saw Gay CDC recently, and mm-hmm. it was really fun. It was really fun. <laughs> that sounds great. Well, thanks so much for taking the time today. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me. Of course. I hope and... you, will I see you? Will I see you at Gilman? Oh, most likely, yes. But I will. I will email you if, for some reason, I end up going to okay. Pasadena. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, just trade places. <laughs> yes. But um, I know that you play a lot in Los Angeles, so if I don't make it to the Berkeley show, I'll definitely um, make an appearance at one of the, the L.A. shows because I have family down south. So I'm constantly, you know. Down, down. By down south, you mean you mean L.A.? Oh, Los Angeles, yes. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that what you people call it up there, down That's, south? That's oh, what I think of, like of it. Alabama. Oh God. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not going there. Not anytime soon. Maybe in a few years. Let things cool off, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yes. I mean SoCal. Well it's um, you know, still considered SoCal. Who knows what might happen <laughs> in the next few years. But we'll keep our fingers crossed, right? Yeah. Oh, please. 2020. 2020, just around the corner. <laughs>